Is it recording? Is it? Hi guys, welcome back to uh, episode four of Chit for Chat. As promised, here is my guest that I reluctantly called on. Hi, I'm Calvin. Well, what do you mean reluctant? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, he's one of my uh, one of my greatest friends, and then um, we have really good conversations. So that's why I decided to bring him on. Please yeah. introduce yourself, sir. Hi. So yeah, I'm Calvin, uh, and I've known of Ang Si for twelve years now. And back then, you were a little fat kid. Okay. Um, full disclosure: this is our uh, third take, and each time he said, "Well, the first time he said he know he's known of me for ten years. The second time he said he's known of me for eleven years. Now he said twelve years. So what because, is it, sir? Because twelve is correct. Okay, twelve. Twenty-one. We're twenty-one. We were nine. I, I was. We met in two thousand eight. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Because I think I came to ISM right after Nargis. Nargis. Nargis yeah. um, was a uh, a cyclone. Wait, is it was yeah, it was, yeah it was a cyclone that we had back in our fourth, third grade, something fourth, like something like right that. before fourth grade. Yes, I think. Yeah. Okay, and and I don't know how we met though. Okay, I okay. think well, where we got close was first year. Okay, no, not first year. Second, second year, year when I actually moved to LA. But before that, I knew you as like Alfred's roommate slash soon to be roommate because then you guys hadn't moved in together. I, I was supposed to be roommates with Alfred first year, but I screwed up my application, my rooming application. I forgot to submit it. What? And Alfred was, he gave me, he gave me shit for. Uh, <laughs> For like, I don't know, a few months. Okay. You know Alfred. Okay, honestly, like his roommates were terrible too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I get why he would give you shit. Because like, he knows you. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been bad with you, I think. Yeah. But yeah, so second year was when Alfred and I finally started rooming together. Okay. Alfred's campus. my best friend, by the way. We're really close to him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's... And then you would come over... Yep, and then we would talk. Sometimes, sometimes, but and then it wasn't until recently that we actually like. I think it was quarantine. I'm pretty sure it was. Quarantine. Dude, no fucking way it was quarantine. No, you gotta give our friendship a little more credit than that. No, no, no. I mean we we're friends back then, but quarantine was when we hit our stride. Oh, that's actually true. Because we could, there was nothing else we could do. Oh, thanks, man. Talk to each other. We had nothing better to do, hence we became friends. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sense. you're not my first option. Oh, yeah. You're never my yeah, first option. Exactly, right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's what happened. Okay. S- sarcastically. Okay, you didn't have to clarify that. <laughs> Sorry. I, you know, if I was me on the other end, I would want that. True, true, true. Um, okay, so first year I came to L- No, second year I came to LA. In high school, I knew you as this like full on academic. Slightly arrogant with his academics. But then I came to LA, met you in Alfred's dorm. And then you told me you, suddenly you were a producer. What was that about? Oh, it's just me. Pers- uh, I've, I, I've always wanted to do something creative. I, I wanted to get back into a creative hobby. Okay. And I used to do like things like writing and like trying to do like comic book stuff <laughs> comic book stuff yeah mean? like writing com- like drawing yeah, yeah, comic yeah. books like coming up with stories and stuff like that okay but I, I don't know why I chose music production I actually don't know honestly I respect that cause like I just knew I wanted something I just I just chose it arbitrarily okay to be fair to you I think music production is a very technical skill I think above the creativity there's a level of technical skills that you have to acquire before you can actually I think good. every creative has a creative outlet has a technical overhead okay fair fair but then people don't see that with music production because all they hear like with writing right people see the words you carefully articulated on your paper and they see the progress the process that went through it you know what i'm saying there's a reason for that because yeah every other art form i i'm not sure about visual art like paintings uh, is that what it's called? Visual art? Like draw like Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, painting yeah. drawings. Graphic arts. Yeah, graphic arts. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. all these other uh art forms, you there you you have to have a certain level of comprehension. Like you have to comprehend like the words or like the the dialogue like in movies. Yeah. But with music and this is according to my musicology professor who okay. taught 
for for this class called film and music. Uh-huh. Mu- sorry, music and film. Okay. So he said a big difference. <laughs> there is a big difference. Really? Yeah, because he said the reason why music is so is subtle. It feels so subtle, but yet it really yeah, drives the really direction of the emotions because you don't process it logically. You just feel it. It's a immediate. It's an 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 immediate effect. It's very raw. So would you say music dictates the feeling of the film? Yeah. Or the trajectory of the film dictates what music you no, use? No, so it's the other way around. You think so? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's because okay. If you if the film dictates, I mean, okay, there it's a collaborative thing, but I think it's more. It's like seventy thirty music dictates. I think it's film. a chicken or egg situation. Yeah, more like. But in this case, seven out of the, out of the times it's the chicken. And the chicken is the egg. I mean, sorry, the chicken is the music. <laughs> okay, I get it because I feel like if you listen to some song that dictates some mood, you can kind of picture what scene you're in. Versus whereas if you're watching a scene, it's harder to pick the music for it. Oh, okay, okay, I okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in in a in a uh production standpoint where. The script is written first, right? Of course, and then the music is made. But the what for? I think the audience, the music, uh, tells them more about what is going to happen or what you're supposed to be feeling That's in this true. moment. That is true, right? Yeah. Because let's say you have a scene where like it's like two sports team and one one. Mm-hmm. If you have a sad music over that, that's trying to tell you that it's not a. It's not a glorious triumph, it's right? It's like a loss on more. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right? more depicting the loss that one team suffered versus the win. The yeah, victory yeah, of the yeah, other, yeah. Right? right? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree so with that. in that aspect, as a a consumer of uh-huh. the arts, I think music uh, drives how yeah. a story is supposed to be interpreted. Okay, I agree with that because um, with my um, podcast, I don't have an intro or an outro, but. One of the reasons why is because I don't want it to have a dissonance with the topics that I'm talking about. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like imagine an upbeat, friendly tone when I'm talking about something like that, anxiety. Someone will come in expecting a upbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like with that kind of stuff, you have to keep it neutral. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure there are go- there's going to be there's probably something you can do with. Yeah. music that makes it gives it a neutral vibe yeah like a probably very something very minimal right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh wait then okay what made you specifically get into music versus like like you said writing it was arbitrary really I, it was either actually it was gonna be like, uh video editing okay or music production i looked at the prices of the software <laughs> i was like okay one is six times cheaper than the other so okay so if the um, video editing software were to be like let's say thirty bucks. Yeah, then you think I would your done life that. would have taken a completely different trajectory. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay. I don't think it would be a worse or better, but I think it would just be different. Okay, so you're weighing those not too differently. It's just it, it is what it is that you pursued. Yeah. Okay. So you're not necessarily you're not necessarily putting value into the price, but it's just what what, what was accessible at the time. Yeah. Oh, pretty okay. much. I feel that, yeah. But I feel, I'm also one of these people where, who really appreciates the technicality okay. of just uh, arts. So I don't think it would have really mattered because I still appreciate like how something was, a video was edited. Oh, okay. Like, I like that you brought up technicality because a lot of people, when they get creative, right? Their goal is to get creative, not to, not exactly to learn the craft. Maybe I'm wrong in saying that. Feel free to dis- disagree. But at least for there me, there is no wrong answer. Okay, no, okay, there is no wrong answer. But like, let's say I started this podcast, right? It might be My controversial, f- but yes. <laughs> I don't think it would be wrong. That's true. I feel like everyone has different approaches. Yeah. To things. Okay, let's say I started this podcast, which I did, and my first goal was to get an episode up before learning the technicalities of it. Did you have like the kind of same like that kind of same mindset when you first created your first song? Yeah. Uh, I think learning the technical stuff is probably the most important part. Yeah. At least in music production. Okay. Because it's a, more about a matter of how 
at least with sound design, it's a matter of how creative you can be with the the technical uh technical designs. True. So I, it's I, less like raw creative creativity versus like a calculated here's what I can do with the medium I'm given type of creativity. Yeah. Okay. To, to break the box, you need to know the box first, right? That's true. That's true. To defuse a bomb, you need to know the ins and outs of the wiring first. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. No, because I've always been someone that doesn't have a plan. Like my entire life, I've been operating without a plan. It's more like, oh, what am I good at? I'm good at this. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Less so gaining a mastery over the technicalities behind it. Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with what are you good at? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, okay, I don't agree with, I don't, I don't think there's such a thing as what, like, like Stuff something you're, good, you're at. good at. Okay. I think all of it has been, you, you have some experience with, uh, well, maybe you did something as a kid. Then uh-huh. the, it's all about transferable skills. That's let's true. say you, no one, let's say you used to do a lot of like, uh, puzzles and stuff. That's going to, tra- that skill is going to transfer over to things like, I don't know, programming, coding. Oh yeah, where yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah, like yeah. algorithms, design, and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, it's like it's there. It, there is no talent. You know, it's like it, It's from that the 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 it, your aptitude in coding was derived was derived from um, like all the A puzzles. Plethora of other yeah. things, other things you could. Yeah, yeah, that with. is not coding. Right, 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 right. Yeah. No, then, then I have a question for you because. You said it was all about transferable skills, right? Though not directly, the same logic applies, right? Yeah. This is why I was super surprised when you wanted to do creative outlets because in high school, I saw you as this like more like literary, uh, like academic person, you know, like art. You weren't really like open about your artistic side. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm so saying? So in high school, I tried to, I would read a lot of like random stuff. Okay. And then I would try to, so my creative outlet was learning concepts and trying to apply them. And sometimes it would be really weird. Sometimes Uh it would be feasible. (laughs) I want to say feasible. Okay, maybe someone has, okay, I I think it's feasible, at least to me. Maybe a doctor in biology or something might disagree, you know, but that was my creative outlet. So Uh, I've always had some sort of creative outlet. So whatever you did, in any point of your life, you saw it as some form of creative outlet. Yeah, yeah. I think it's not okay, just yeah, me. Okay, I, I agree with you because who's to argue me. academics isn't creative, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's just me. I think it's pretty much everyone. Yeah, and it's the same thing where you have to apply the technical skills you have at, or at least explore them first before you apply it to that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when you said um, um, it's all about like transferable skills, I, I recently got into programming. I wouldn't say I had any transferable skills to that prior to it because I wasn't a puzzle solver. I wanted I wasn't like an analytical person or logical person. It's just something that I exercised when I began programming. So I feel like for me at least there's there were some But you saw how it transferred to other aspects of your life, right? How programming transferred. Yes, and like I've always been like a uh, reach a solution first type person rather than like beat around the bush and figure out the alternatives or something like that. I wanted like a clear cut solution. And I feel like programming enabled that part of me. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure as a reach a solution, uh, a practical person, Mm -hmm. you, you've had some experience where that could have transferred over to programming, but yeah, I, Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if I was that or I became that as a result of programming. Yeah. Oh, you're egg, egg, egg and chicken again. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I think it's, which was the, which I think was the former, right? The personality dictated your ex- The personality I, dictated my interest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So personality would have dictated you collecting experiences that happen to be transferable oh, towards true. programming because your personality and programming, like you said, are in tune with each other. Because of the whole like, oh, I need to research this solution yeah, 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 type yeah. thing. Oh, okay. So not necessarily that it's a chicken and exit solution, where I, uh, but in reality, it's more like because I'm this type of person, I was inclined to pursue that yeah. as an outlet. Yeah, probably. Data okay. science, you know. That's true. Okay, <laughs> data science. We say data science, but I've, I've 
zero to a beginner level of knowledge based no, but on that. everyone does data science to That's some true. degree right because let's okay, say elaborate. my dad does like he sells items okay and then he will look at what sold and what didn't sell and he will adjust his next buying order or his uh what items he's gonna sell depending on that previous data that's data science you're 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 taking a piece of information and extrapolating it yeah. onto something useful yeah right or a strategic decision you yeah, want to just make. because you make it you add a fancy word doesn't make it actually very uh a very hard concept that's true no because when you think of data science right like you think like you're working with tables and stuff which you are you're working with tables you're working with like trends and everything but then now that you say it out loud like that everyone's sort of a data scientist because everyone's trying to make something useful out of the information they gain on a daily basis yeah yeah now we just put a term on it yeah no i i have done like coursera okay i've done a course on coursera where it says the term data science isn't data scientist isn't easily definable it's not yeah because like where do you draw the line of who's yeah, a data scientist like who's not business analysts yeah. who are doing data science and they're programmers who are doing data science just not necessarily dubbed those things, yeah. Right? yeah yeah true what are you doing in school I'm studying math of computation. Ooh, how's that? It's okay. It's can it's boring. Don't do it. Wait, no, it's no, no. Proofs. Math of computation is a huge ass word not to be uh elaborated upon. Well, okay, so it's the mathematical. I okay, so math of computation implies that it's the you're you're studying the math behind like certain computational methodologies. And stuff like that. Okay. But right now, all I'm taking is the least technical mathy classes. I don't want to do proofs. Oh, I bullshit! Do I thought you were taking like this, like algorithms class where they yeah, deconstruct that is, certain that is algorithms. More practical. I don't need to know why, how to prove why something is a null space or why it's a it's a base. You know. Okay, then answer me this: like, would math of computation be more better? would be better explored as a result of you knowing how to prove everything that every piece of information that exists like you said like you don't prove stuff you just use what you know okay but here's the thing with math of computation it taught me a lot about proving things okay and with that i could uh, that really helped me or is helping me in this algorithms course where you have to, for every algorithm you write, you have to prove its correctness or okay. exp- and explain why it's correct okay. or why it can't be wrong. So we've learned in math of computation class, like through upper diff math classes, I've learned how to do like, uh, like proof by contradiction, proof by induction, stuff like that pretty well. I've had a lot of experience with that. So it sort of helps. It's helping me right now in a more practical it's giving you like Space, the uh, yeah. building blocks of what you need yeah, to know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I've never been a big prover. I'm when I when I say I like math, it's more like I like using it for something. I I wouldn't say I'm good at learning how to prove the axioms or prove the theories that theorems that come with math. You know. Oh, so you're an engineer. Well, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Fuck proofs, dude. I was an engineer before. Yeah, but en- I dropped the fuck out. <laughs> Engineers hate proofs, dude. Really? Yeah. Well, honestly, like if an, if the goal of an engineer is to make something, then where do proofs come in? The theor- theor- theoretical people. Okay, you know, okay, then you're differentiating theoretical people versus who are actual engineers. I don't think there's there can be a separation. Okay, I think a lot of the engineering proofs are done by simulations because <laughs> you simulate how something will be and then you just see if it fail- passes or fails. Okay. So you don't have to prove or like try to really think about why it will work anymore. I, okay, disclaimer, I'm not an engineer. So he is. I wouldn't, he is. He definitely is one. Maybe if I'm, I'm, I might be wrong about He's this. He's Elon Musk's right-hand man. Left hand, sorry. It's <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, Go on. But yeah, so simulations, right? So okay. I think that that really makes like applications easier. Easier, yeah, 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 yeah. No, but then... No, that's what I'm saying. Like, as someone who is not super into proofs and stuff like that, where would you say the utility of proofs lie? 
other than the fact other than the obvious fact that it helps you understand what you're using better to come up with new stuff oh you're saying you need to know how to reinvent the wheel to actually reinvent the wheel you don't know how to make a car by using wheels what okay so <laughs> basically you have you've proven something right okay and now you want to show a different theory uh, uh you have a hypothesis okay or a postulate and you want to prove that that is true that's where you would use proofs that involve previous theorems oh, so after proven. having done what you want to do if yeah. you want to prove the utility of it that's what you do is that what you're saying yeah Sort of, oh, okay. Yeah, sort of like that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't understand what you said, but yes. <laughs> See, I'm no engineer. This guy's the engineer. <laughs> no, I'm saying like if you were to prove the usefulness of the thing you're doing, it comes from those. Oh yeah. Baseline. Yeah, yeah, I mean, at least so far in my algorithms class, is that's how it is. Because you know all the, the ins and outs of how the that thing exactly works, right? Yeah. So you want to prove that for why something it will it has to return. The uh, most optimal true, true. subset or something like that you know okay. since you're so well versed in these things i'm not so well versed. <laughs> okay you are well versed in these I'm things as okay versed. okay I'm fine versed. i'm versed okay then what alternatively would you have pursued in college were it not for this life with respect to what with respect to stuff you're good at versus stuff you're interested in okay right now i'm trying to do like product marketing or like product management oh you're the oh, okay this guy's the ambassador for discord um he well, okay, tell me exactly what you do. Oh, I just... uh, So Discord is a product I've been using for four years now. And it's just a completely different type of uh platform. Okay. It's like different, but I think it's superior because it has a more physical uh layout. Okay. And how it's like voice channels and things are set up. Physical layout, could you elaborate upon? Like, you know, like the existence of permanent... Uh, text channels and voice channels it just means anyone can pop in like anyone can just enter a building so I think it's really re- revolutionary enter a building aspect. where the records are all still available yeah yeah whereas Zoom is more like it's yeah. a new building every time you enter yeah. the building right yeah yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah. yeah I agree with that so uh, yeah that's pretty much what I. that's uh, the crash course on Discord Okay, so with Discord, are would you say you're exercising more your technical side, your math of comp side, um, as you will, or would you would are you are you, right are you delving I'm, into more things like marketing? Right now, I'm uh, with the the job description. I have to I have to delve into my sales side, which up until four weeks ago was non-existent. <laughs> but then I have to to do technical demonstrations yeah so i think the foot in the door is the sales okay and then after that it's the technical stuff foot in the door as in what what's allowed of you to get into that right now or what you can do with it uh foot in the door as in uh getting people to respond to me and oh the outlet shall be marketing for now yeah and then but i i really like working with products or like reading up on cool products and just you know geeking out okay wait what what is in discord what else is in discord to geek about geek out about other than discord itself like certain bots practices bots bots Bots? yeah okay so you elaborate so it's very customizable it can be dangerous but Wait, wait first tell them what bots are okay so bots are more like made by third parties and they enable they just add this completely different dimension to uh discord so it's, it's endless what you can do with bots you you basically have to program a bot and you can get it to do anything such as uh like playing pranks on your friends in a server like a chat bot or yeah, something or more, any, more potent or like so any technical feature that, that discord allows you you that discord allows you to do you can you can manipulate that with a bot you can kind of automate yeah, that with the yeah, bot yeah, like yeah. reddit bots yeah sort of yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah I yeah, hate reddit bots <laughs> I hate them so much I love reddit though I'm yeah. kidding I, I, hey hey no, you're, <laughs> no, 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 no you you can't kid about that <laughs> well yeah go on with the bots but yeah so they're very customizable I don't know it's just it's just so fun too it's it's so 
enjoyable. Right, right. When do you think you'll get into that? Because right now you said the foot in the door is the whole marketing aspect of it. Get into what? Getting into the technical bots and like. Oh, I don't care about technical stuff. I, I I care enough about having enough of a technical background to really understand, appreciate a product or oh, appreciate okay. something. Okay. And then. So it's not like you're blindly. Yeah, advocating yeah. some product, yeah. you know the ins and outs and the wiring yeah. that goes behind it that you know how to yeah, appreciate yeah. them better. So I'm trying to build a. Hopefully, I can do that with Discord. You know, okay. understand enough about the technical, uh, ins and outs, and then so that I can help make it better. So hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. So you are in the future planning to help out with this app in one way or another. Yeah. If they give me a job, but <laughs> okay, honestly, if you do a good job at being an ambassador, I think I think there's no reason they should like not give you a little better position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. Or more or more Here's like to hoping. Yeah, but, I mean, it doesn't have to be Discord. As long as it's some, a product I enjoy, you know, I'll be fine with. Are you looking at anything else? Uh, not particularly. I mean, right now it's like you're still starting off with Discord. Yeah, so yeah. Let's see what how that goes. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I do know that Discord, at least for me personally, is the objectively better... Objectively is subjective, I would say. But then for me, when I say objectively better choices, because the nature of my classes is that the professor shares some files, the breakout rooms share some files. We have specific breakout rooms. That can be done better with the channels on Discord. Like you would never lose the items they shared with you. You don't have ever have to share them again. It's just right there. Yeah, Discord system. Yeah. So, so like, some people use Slack for that, but I think Slack is Slack is Slack. It's very. It feels very janky to me. Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, maybe yeah, it's yeah. because I'm a Discord user. I'm also a sucker for user interfaces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dis- the Discord interface is so much better. It's so much better. I don't know why Slack people like Slack. Yeah, I know. It's just it's very tacky. Like a lot. I don't know. If, uh, Discord's. Discord operates a lot more smoothly, in my opinion. Yeah, like the audio and stuff, yeah. much more like, like rich. Mm-hmm. You can just you. It's as if they're right beside you when yeah. you're talking to them. Yeah, yeah. Also, Slack abuses. Uh, it's paid, like it, it. really tries to push its paid agenda. Okay. Yeah, it's premium ship, so they only allow you like ten thousand uh. messages. See, what, that's what I noticed about Discord is that they're not aggressive with they're their not, marketing. They're not. They're like, really... like so much. Like you know how if you're not aggressive with marketing at all, you just don't get your product out there. Versus when you're super aggressive, you people either get annoyed of your product or end up not using it because you're so in your face in their faces about it. Yeah, I, I think Discord strikes a good balance there. Yeah, I don't think it really. I think it found its niche and now it's trying to expand towards non gamers. So the way it. Um, it's trying to market towards colleges, clubs right now, which is what I, what I'm supposed to do, <laughs> and so yeah. Uh, what, what Discord, uh, payment like how they income is from uh, it's Discord Nitro, which is, which is a premium sort of like a premium uh uh-huh. thing, but it's it doesn't limit it doesn't deliberately limit its free, uh features. Like Just the free so version that, has the core structures yeah. that make Discord. Yeah, Discord. it's sort of like Dota, you know. Uh, like it's just uh, aesthetics. Oh, speaking of Dota, you're a gamer. Yeah, it's just aesthetics. Yeah, that comes from Nitro, pretty much aesthetics and maybe a couple feature. Yeah, but I really hate Slack's ten thousand messages. I think. Oh, the limit. The yeah. Char- no, is it character or word? Limit? I think it's word or messages. Oh Jesus Christ! So what ends up happening is every year for campus orgs, you have to make new. Dude, yeah, of you course. Cha- like uh, something channels. is okay. Imagine if like if something as big as no, no, sorry. Even if if even um campus organizations have to renew their accounts based on that ten thousand word limit. Imagine like actual businesses. Yeah, I mean they will pay. I mean sure they can pay sure. Right? But here's the thing for campus orgs is I don't know. I think it's just very predatory of Slack. Yeah. To, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like they know you can't really pay because you have other yeah. sources you but want to spend. But they also have this other option that's very subpar. Okay. Like which is you make a channel every year, new channel every year. So you're losing all these like archivable yeah, data yeah, 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 yeah. that might prove helpful or just for the sake of memories, right? So archivable I, data that any other app lets you archive. 
Yeah. Like without paying money. Yeah, like yeah. Discord, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I don't like Slack for that reason. Yeah. I and mean, everyone who supports Slack says that it's just more professional. It's not. It's actually not more professional. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole, like you said, predatorial slash exploitative business yeah, model behind I'm, it. Yeah, but like more particularly, like the industry optics, like how people view Slack over Discord. They're like, oh, Discord is just for gamers. Yeah, Discord, I would say, okay, when I first got introduced to Discord, it was through playing some game online. Yeah. So my preconception of it was that it's made almost exclusively for gamers. And the user interface kind of insinuates that too. Like if you look at it, it's more like voice channels. Um, like, like people people want to get in touch quickly and fastly because they want to work out whatever they're doing in the game, you know, as a group, you know. But yeah. whereas like Slack, it's more like a superficially professional platform, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's starting to change. It's just I, yeah, hope, I hope the so. optics is. It's just I, wait, what? wait. What happened to the camera? <laughs> Are we still live? No, we're still okay. Well, I think we gotta clip the two together. Oh, sorry guys. So we had a we had a little technical error there. My camera just shut off. So yeah, uh, where were we? Uh, um, technical. We're about uh, sorry, technical. industrial optics. So yeah, yes. uh, it's just that Slack is viewed more profession, uh, like as more professional by the industry, but with Discord, like uh, like NASA, some sub branches of. Uh, NASA is already using Discord. So uh, Python's being the development team is using Discord. So it's just a lot. So literally all like most corporations, not not a lot of if not most like the a lot of big corporations are starting to yeah. Uh, Okay, 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 okay. That's that's a qualm I have about Discord is that I don't think it should be marketed as something that's just for gamer. It's I don't I know it's not it's not intentional. It's not not, yeah 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 yeah. because it has so many like other potential uses. Like it could very well replace Zoom. Would I you hope say? It, I hope it replaces Zoom. But the only thing that uh, Discord doesn't have that Zoom does so far is Zoom, you can record videos. Oh, Discord doesn't have that? Not yet. They're working on it. But yeah. Okay, yeah, but okay. Um, Probably super illiterate in technical um, languages and what a computer can do. But what's the difference between Zoom being able to record itself versus your computer being able to record Discord meetings? Oh, you mean... You, you, know, put, like, you, you can you, do it when you pull a QuickTime player. Oh, you yeah, can record yeah. your own yeah, screen. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? Yeah, it's just that the... Zoom has cloud. I know that. Yeah. Does, does, does Discord... Dis- what do you mean? Like, uh, like, a cloud ba- like a cloud database where they can store their recordings? Um, like because iCloud. we don't have a, a recording system yet. Mm-hmm. We don't have a cloud system to store them. <laughs> no, they don't have a cloud system for anything. I'm pretty sure they do. For what do you like the files you share? Oh yeah, like I mean they probably store it on the cloud, but you know, like we can probably access not recording it. specific. Like right? they they don't explicitly say it's on the cloud, but it has to be on the cloud, right? I mean, where else is true, files true, true. or files gonna go? True. It's definitely not in your, hopefully not in your, <laughs> uh, in your hard hard drive. Yeah, I hope not. But yeah, uh. What were we talking about? Discord. <laughs> okay, well, I wanted to ask you a question. Like, since we bring up Discord, you're a gamer. Yeah. Can you explain how that was like growing up? Because I got into gaming as I neared my teens. Not necessarily that I grew up as a gamer, but I know a lot of people who grew up as gamers. And like, you guys play games very competitively. I don't. Oh, you mean Candy Crush? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. No, but like Dota or something like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, what's your question? No, like, how, how was it like growing up as a gamer? Were you a gamer before? Or were you, did you decently? I mean, I always played games. Up? I don't think I was a, like, I don't think, I never really played competitively. Okay. Except with Dota. But I've always played games. I've always played games. Okay, then let me ask you this then. What do you feel about competitive gaming? I think it's, uh, it's going to be really, even way bigger. Wait, didn't the Dota competitive pool like exceed nba or something oh i think that was already was that since o- last year i'm not i think like since or only last year since i'm i'm this year it's already like eight million more oh, than shit. last year oh shit okay so if it exceeded last year then it has to exceed this year too but i don't i don't think it's nba i think it's more like major league baseball oh NBA. okay okay maybe nba is too ambitious yeah. to compare with right now yeah but soon yeah 
No, I always thought like our friend Alfred, he's like a competitive gamer. And in one of his was a competitive game. Or was a competitive game. He Sad. always said how like he was like the um the but like the black sheep of his Yeah, because of- because he because he is like the only gamer, you know? So I just wanted to like I don't think it's because he's the only gamer. I think the fact the age difference also really played into that. Age difference? What do you mean? Alfred's like ten years younger than everyone else. Oh, when he was actually getting into competitive yeah, I mean, gaming, he okay. was like his siblings were too yeah, uh like too old when gaming became a thing. Well, that's true. He's like ten years apart from his siblings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. I wanted to get into competitive. I'm not okay. I didn't want to. It's just I played this one game called World of Warcraft. The the way you, you succeed- can just say WoW, everyone would know. No one knows what WoW is, dude. Like it's not it's not 2008. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like the that game required you to be competitive to be to stand out in the game. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know if that's like, I don't know if that's if that has any like personal benefits. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how people like discard gaming because it's like it, you a don't waste get of any, time. Yeah. yeah. But what do you have to say about that then? Like for me, I think it's beneficial. Like you said, um, programming and stuff have different carryovers and different usages on di- in different mediums over life. Uh huh. So there's communication. No, oh, communication's big. One. There yeah. is. Big time. There is, like, it really teaches you how to appreciate the grind. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Do I know a lot of people who think gaming is a waste of time? For me, at least, I don't game enough to know that it's not a waste of time. But I'd like to believe it's not a waste of time. Yeah, like with gaming, what it taught me was how to get better at whatever a certain thing you're working yeah, on. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah, the resource, that. how to be, how to look up resources. Like that and gaming and programming. That's the two big things that taught me how to... That that whole process of getting better and learning what you want to learn. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like gaming is something that's... Okay, I don't want to say easy enough, but then low stakes enough because you're just living through a virtual world, right? Low stakes enough that you could exercise getting better at it and taking risks with it. Because if we're talking about, if we're comparing that to like an actual endeavor we're taking up in real life, real life endeavors are more risky, you know? So I feel like gaming eases you into taking the kind of risk you should take in your real life endeavors. Yeah, or there, am, I, am I making a stretch? I'm not sure. I think you're making a stretch, but so? I, but that's just my opinion. You know, you could be right. And Okay, but okay. If, if not specifically carried over, it's more like, Low stakes, you know you can take risks. So high stakes, that's just in your head. So you could take risks with it. Yeah, but okay, maybe if it was a more physical thing where let's say let's say soccer teaches you how to take risks, then the carryover threshold will be a lot lower. That's true. Because it's, it's not a virtual thing, experience. Yeah, it's also real life. Okay, let's say you're in the playing Dora and you're you're flaming someone. You would never do that. No, in not real life. Doesn't, no, that no, doesn't no. carry over. We all become right? keyboard warriors. Yeah, that dude. doesn't carry over. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, so, yeah. so, the keyboard warrior ness is still permeates that board, like that barrier between doing something in a game versus doing versus something, something in real life. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I think the fact that the very fact that you're behind a keyboard and a screen yeah, lowers yeah. your stakes. So much, but more. there is also a very social benefit, okay. like societal, sociological benefit. Sociological. Wait, what is the thing? The study of like sociologic, sociological. Wait, did, is that what social I said? Logic? Is that so, a thing? Sociology. Oh, so oh, S O C I O. Sociological. Okay, okay. Social sociological. <laughs> okay, that word. <laughs> that word with uh. A-L in the end. Sociological. Sociological. Yeah, there you sociolog- go. Sociological. Okay. okay. Benefit to it, right? Because like, like things like, you know, YMCA? Yes. They, they will have things like boxing and like other sports. Yeah. That is just designed to keep like teenagers off the streets and off violence and give them something to put their energy into. I think gaming also does that. It might have a more like a financial barrier because you need a laptop, but and things like that, but those are getting cheaper because consumerism. So oh, so you're saying in getting really focused into one yeah, kind of yeah. activity, you're distracted from doing any other thing that could harm you or other yeah, people. Yeah, right. Okay, 
But okay, but in that sense, could you not say that about everything else? Yeah, but there's also the addiction factor, right? Oh, true, true. Okay, I, I recently, I, I wasn't a gamer before, but recently in quarantine, I've been gaming, and I do find myself becoming a little more competitive. And in that sense, I find an addiction to that game. Mm-hmm. So it does really distract me from everything else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's also this might sound, uh, harsh, but okay. with an addiction, you're only hurting yourself. If you or with crime, you're hurting someone else. So I think as there's a net surplus in hurting yourself. In uh, in in risking addiction. Oh, you're dis- saying there's more benefits to risking your own addiction because. It's self-contained. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Like it doesn't really affect other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. What other things do you do other than like gaming and like music production? Uh, I watch movies and <laughs> nice. TV. Are you a film buff? I'm a TV show person. I don't really watch film. I have no, actually, I hate watching film. I hate that feeling of something ending. Okay, but th- 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 that does that not happen with shows, no. dude? Okay, not even when... worse with shows, no. Okay, but with shows, when it ends, it's like a, it ends, you know. Uh, yeah, so do movies. But movies, you go in with the not with the idea that in two hours it's gonna end. Oh, uh, so you already know it's gonna end when you start watching it. Yeah, versus right. a TV show, you yeah. you you left the time to marinate the plot lines, mm-hmm. characters, everything. And I think until... there's just more character development that's more true plot points honestly i don't understand why they call tv shows the small screen versus... i think it's the big one now yeah yeah like I think game so of too. thrones yeah I think game of thrones completely yeah, that's, that's changed bigger that. than most movies back, i know yeah. you know yeah like i i always never understood that the tv shows and like television was called the small screen versus movies which is called the big screen i don't i think these days actors would rather like i'm not an actor i wouldn't know I, i'm not but the, let's, say, let's just say you but, were you okay were. but i think okay if i was an actor with this amount of knowledge i would think that tv shows are better because with tv shows you it's a steady paycheck rather than a contract work oh you're, you're, stri- you're speaking strictly in terms of monetary gain yeah right you right, always right, have right. a job right right like, like a soap or something that's what, whereas if you're a movie unless you're something like daniel radcliffe and have a, yeah. have a role like harry potter yeah. Nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. why I forgot which actor said that I will take as many I'll always I'll never reject a movie offer because like someday Hollywood's just gonna move on without you and you don't know when that is. That's true. That's yeah. true. There's like a dumb series on YouTube like oh why Hollywood doesn't hire X anymore or something like that. Oh really? Because I feel I know I feel like the crux of the message is like typecasting. Yeah. For Daniel Radcliffe, everyone's gonna still know him as Harry Potter. So it's hard to see him in other roles, though I do support him going for other roles. Like, it's tough not to fill in that archetype, you know? Yeah, but with, with characters like Tom Holland, wait, sorry. Like versatile actors, actors? like Tom Holland. He's not being typecasted, but everyone would still think of Spider-Man when they see him. But he's, I think they're writing the hype right now, like movies, uh-huh. writing the Tom Holland hype oh, okay. and trying to get him in their movies. But he's not really typecasted, you know? That's true. He's not typecasted by... The producers of the of film like the industry people he's just being it's just that the audience will always see him as spider-man oh but personally i don't see him as just spider-man because i know he's done other work too before spider-man yeah i maybe that too yeah okay like david schwimmer from rock like who played Red ross yeah ross killer. well he we typecast it uh i don't know honestly i would think so just like how ted mosby of how many mother would in yeah. my opinion. But isn't that because he simply just stopped making... Like pursuing other endeavors? Like pursuing acting? Yeah, he just wanted, He's a writer now, I think, right? I think so. But Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris, I will always, always see as Barney. Nothing yeah, else. Me too. Or, or, or like in Harold and Kumar as himself. <laughs> he's just like a, it's like a, a parody no, of a character. Even in Harold and Kumar, he, it was very Barney. The yeah, yeah, that's what I'm Harris saying. He's like a parody of a character. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Gone Girl? Uh, he was in there too. Is this the one with, the, with uh, ben, ben Affleck, Affleck right? Yes. And his it's like his wife tried to accuse him of him. No, no, no his wife basically. Oh, wait, wait, wait. She disappeared and said yeah, she, yeah, she yeah, killed and then, her. Yeah, made up all these stories, yeah. and then his her husband suffered for it. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
Like, I know, I know, being, I know. What's being typecasted there? No, no, no. I'm saying it, nothing's being typecasted there. Barney Stinson, the actor Neil Patrick Harris, Neil Patrick Harris, was in there being accused of being a rapist, where the women woman just made the rape like physical rape marks herself to frame this guy. Oh, in the movie? Yeah. So I'm saying he's put into this like very somber, very cynical atmosphere. Did but he pull it off? What? Did he pull That's it what off? I'm saying. I don't think he did because I will always see him as Barney. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. I see what you mean. Not necessarily that he was typecast. Oh, it's sort of like that Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? Jake Gyllenhaal. I think. Yeah, yeah, the actor from Nightcrawler or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah, I like. I saw him in a couple of movies where he was the good guy. Uh-huh. So in. Uh, far from home, Spider Man. Far from home. Oh, his I see him like even though I yeah, knew yeah. he was mysterious, I just couldn't. No, there's just something. Yeah, 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 yeah right? I know, I know. No, because the the okay, but in our defense, he was portrayed as a good guy. Yeah, he was also charismatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a hero should be. Yeah. Going back to like TV shows being the small screen, I also think TV shows in like necessitate more creative risks mm-hmm. because you're dragging him for so long without. Like with the with the mindset of oh it can't go wrong anytime soon mindset. So there's a saying in TV. So in TV, yeah, in movies, directors fire the writers. Uh-huh. In TV, writers fire the directors, because it's all on the writer. In a TV show. Wait, wait, so say that again. Repeat that. Movies directors fire the writers. In TV shows, writers the writer fire the directors. Really? Yeah, because it's just a different power system, like. Very different creative hierarchy where uh it's just the writer who comes up with all the plot points and stuff like that and like they have to keep it going right because a movie once you've written the script you've written the you're script. done yeah it's up to the director to take yeah, the directions yeah, right? you want to take right but with the movie with the move with the tv shows i think it's like a director for every episode if you want oh yeah yeah but then the writers are who stays constant yeah Oh, true, true. I didn't think about that. Like the head writer stays constant. Yes, yes. Yeah, right. And in the and I don't see writers being blamed for a bad movie. I do see writers being blamed for bad TV yeah, shows. Yeah, like Game of Thrones. Yes. Fuck those two guys. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, three. didn't they like stop because they didn't have any material to work off of? No, work off of? wait. It's, it's, oh, it God, did that matter. again. What is, oh, why? Why is it two audio tracks now? Uh, we'll figure I don't, it out. I don't think it matters. Sorry, guys. There were some... Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Yes. Okay, so what were we talking about? Game of Thrones? Yes. Writers? The, the, directors? All right, yeah. The, the David and something. Yeah, those writers. Oh, the two guys who didn't have anything to work off of. That's why. Yeah. They but made also, up their I think, own no, story. No, I think it's more like... No, the, because they've already... Since season five, I think, it was their own content. But it didn't... It was good in season six and seven, you know? It was still pretty good. But, okay, okay, full disclosure. I've never watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> I just okay. I'm that. done here. <laughs> but so what happened with season eight was that those two writers they got offered to write the new Star Wars movie, so they what? just did a uh, Which Star one? Wars or something. The two writers from Game of Thrones. Okay. They got a new job. Okay, offer. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I should know that. Yeah, I I don't I don't know which one, but I all I know is they got an offer to write a new movie, so they just stop like they wanted to rush game of thrones so that they could go, go work on that oh uh, the story i heard was that george r, r. martin stopped writing or at least wrote slower yeah. than uh-huh. these guys produced or uh-huh. wrote so they completely made up their new material yeah right that's what happened uh they did make up their new material i think george like r, r. martin still had some cre- uh inputs like they asked him how uh, what they thought, what what he thought about a certain plot point, or or how. Oh, something they consulted him. They consulted him. Like I mean, he he didn't make it in the same way how the book would go, right? He would say, "Oh, you could do that too," but he they still get, he gave them suggestions. Uh, so whatever happened with the show, it was because George R. R. Martin greenlit it. Yeah, I think so, right? I, okay, oh. not greenlit, but they, he, but at he least definitely like had input. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with season eight, uh, they they rushed it because they wanted to work on something else. Oh, man. Yeah, so I signed the petition to get them fired from that new Star Wars movie. <laughs> because, I, I mean, if you're... Where's the creative integrity? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, as a music producer, I'm sure there's been times where you're 
or at least you felt you felt like you had to rush to push a song out or something has that has that been the case ever yeah but i don't really release that much but there is definitely oh um for those of you wondering this guy's name is i am baby rage or is it just baby rage uh, uh baby rage is is baby rage Do you yeah, i got that it? name uh you you know it doesn't really matter, <laughs> but, but yeah <laughs> well yeah wait so you're on soundcloud IG, YouTube, Instagram, YouTube. Are you on Spotify, Spotify yet? Yeah. Wait. Okay. Wait. How does the Spotify streaming thing work? Do I, you get money off of that? Yeah, but I, I haven't set up my payroll system in oh. DistroKid. Yeah. I know. Um, for me, if I upload this podcast, it's through an RSS feed, so mm-hmm. it's not necessarily through Spotify itself. So I don't really get revenue off of just people streaming my podcast. Yeah, I think with Spotify, you have to play. A certain amount uh-huh. of the you have to stream like ten, like several seconds, maybe like thirty. No, my little brother is on Spotify now. Um, he's a producer too, and uh, it said I think it is around point zero zero six dollars per stream. Yeah, it's very something bad. like that. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Then you people don't to... really make money off streams. Wait, then, then unless you're a really like well-established artist already, you wouldn't have any, yeah, money coming off of your songs. Yeah. Oh, then how do you make how how so do you people reckon use, you make money as a producer? People make money by, um, by copyright, copyright. Like oh, like if royalty, someone wanted to like licensing, movie, yeah, yeah, movie uh, royalty. Okay. There's a term for that. I'm just playing. I think it's up. licensing. Yeah, you could like, and then uh, tours, shows. Yeah, uh, they make money from from things like sponsorships uh-huh yeah so there are there are some ways that's like there there are ways yeah. you can make money no for me the merch 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 yeah. is a big one uh, like the bitbird merch and stuff like yeah, that. yeah they make a lot yeah um i the, the biggest thing i'm struggling with right now is figuring out how to potentially monetize this medium that you, i the new this new medium I think you I'm can get with. sponsors yeah but sponsors from where though because american <laughs> DMT. It's Joe Rogan's thing. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the biggest sponsors I can think of are back home. Like, there's so many, like, new... Set. Nice. No, no, I'm talking about, like, more, like, new... Our generation companies that are starting up. Oh, Like, I, I know a lot of kids starting, like, apparel, uh, apparel um, companies and stuff like that. Clothing lines. Clothing yeah. lines. Um, I don't know. There's, like, mm. new entertainment sources from people our age, too. So maybe I could get sponsorships from them. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. Other uh, than I, I can't think of much other than sponsorships like that. Because I, I know it's going to be super tough for me to get American sponsorships. Because one, I don't have anything to do with the country except go to school here. That's it. Yeah, but it's... Okay. It's not about... It's more about consumerism, right? Yeah. If your podcast is going to bring money for them. If your sponsorship brings money from them. If you advertise for them. And they think it's worthwhile to sponsor you. Then why wouldn't they sponsor? That's true. You? I just I guess I just need that. Yeah, like you need to get theory. big enough. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least have one representative of a country listen to me enough that they would offer me. Yeah, they would look at your data, right? Right, like okay, data scientist. Uh, where's your audience from? Is that an audience that would that is their demographics? Their dem- uh their, that fits their customer demographics right that's true that's true i don't know i guess that's what i'm struggling with because i started this without any marketing strategy in mind oh yeah don't... it was only until i thought about it that i'm like oh probably need to market my episodes a little that's better why most people like most creators they have a whole team to handle the marketing because they shouldn't have to <laughs> they don't really want to worry about that yeah yeah no but also because i'm doing this alone um and I'm just starting off. I feel like that's a niche I have to fall into. Okay, or what a stride of... I have to fall under. Yeah. Oh, like you have to do that on your own? Yeah, or like at least like put out a few episodes before I know who I'm actually targeting. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So to help Ansi figure it out, uh, why don't you guys comment your your age, your <laughs> My ethnicity, right here. Uh, your location. Age, sex, location. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was I saying? I wanted to talk to you about quarantine. Like, how, how have you been 
doing in quarantine? I know you first lived by six myself. months alone, yeah. right? Yeah, I was yeah. like six months by myself. Yeah. How, how was that like? That was good. Nice. No, it was good. Okay, it's like it was peaceful, but there were weeks when I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't even use my voice, and when I f- finally did talk, I would be like, "Oh wow, that's how my voice sounds like." Wait, for real? You forgot what your voice sounded like? No, it's or not sound forgot, but it's just. It's like a surprise, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I sound like. Oh, you're going deeper than just your voice. How would you say like you have Dude, my voice isn't that deep. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like like every other person. It's fine, man. Um, What was I saying? That's a compliment. Because you were saying you sound like a kid. (laughs) Do I sound like a kid, guys? I don't think he sounds like a kid at all. All right, comment if I do sound like a kid. If anything, he's one of the more eloquent people I know. Do you agree with that? Or my flattering. Who do you know? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, oh yeah, go on with the quarantine thing. Like how, how? Okay, how was? What was the hardest part of living six months alone? I don't think there is a hard part. Okay, for me, I'd go insane. Dude. If if there were weeks where I wasn't talking to anyone in particular, I don't think I'd. I'd be. I think I'd be fidgeting everywhere. So, okay, so I think the. I don't, it's, I don't think there is a hard part for me because I always I'm like I don't think there is enough time for me to do everything I still want to do even during quarantine oh so so I, even quarantine just, living alone didn't hit yeah like the, 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 didn't hit that sweet spot of yeah, giving I mean, you enough I, time to do what the, you want to do probably the hardest thing about quarantine for me was I can't go on and eat uh-huh. <laughs> <Which> is, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're a big foodie right yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah there are times when I would just go to restaurants by myself uh-huh. and now I can't do that, you know. That's true. Okay, there's a certain level of confidence. When I, when I tell people that I go to eat restaurants alone, so, yeah, they're like, "What? No, wow, no that's, that's what, so brave." I was, I was I literally gonna it. say, like, there's a level of confidence you have to have in yourself to be able to eat alone. I do it. I do it too. So I like to think I have that kind of confidence. Yeah, but then there's so many people that are insecure, right? It's just what is it? Okay, that? I don't think it's insecure. It's more like the idea of eating alone, where eating should be a joint activity. Mm-hmm. At least when you go out to a restaurant. No, I think they're being afraid of. They're afraid. They're afraid of being judged by other people, or that oh, you don't have any friends, so you're eating by yourself. You know, it's it's not. But that's not. That's a. That's a. That's it's not a, a. It's not a subjective. Like you're not. That's being, being presumptuous, rele- though. Yeah, it's it's not like okay for us. It's not like we're being relegated to eating by ourselves. Right. You, it's a choice. Yeah, it's, it's a choice, choice we yeah, made. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's an active choice. Well, so, if anything, if no one respects you for that, I respect you for that, dude. I respect you for eating by yourself. <laughs> you loser. <laughs> Fuck you, you loser. <laughs> no, I mean like, there's a, even though it's so normal to eat out alone, I think there is some level of being okay with being alone that's involved in there somewhere. Because I feel like people who are so caught up in wanting to hang out with friends or like uh-huh. needing someone to be with you while you eat and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, but I think there's a... I respect people who are able to eat alone. Oh, so only eat alone. Yeah, no, no, you yeah, can't have friends. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no. I see. Dates? What, what's dates? <laughs> it's a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, wait. Um, in LA, what's your favorite restaurant? Boiling Point. Oh, I just it? like hot pot. Oh, Boiling Point, the, 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 the your own personal hot yeah, pot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, would have I mean, s- that's on the top of my head. There are probably more. I mean, I diss on American food a lot, but one of my favorite foods is... Dude, I love Asian fusion. Asian. I mean, starting... Like, the good ones are really good. Never had it. Wait. Oya's Asian fusion. Oh, Oya's like this like Filipino place that's... It's Asian with... fusion. Yeah, but what's it fused with? No, it's it's I know Asian. It's, it's not just Filipino. It's Asian. Oh. It's just Japanese stuff. There's... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, um, one of mine... Even though I diss on American food a lot, one of my favorite places is uh, Umami Burger. Oh, oh, that's oh just yeah. So good. I like Umami Burger yeah. too. Dude, as much as a burger is simple, if a burger is good, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> well, what's your favorite place? Yeah, Umami Burger. No, okay. Wait, well, that, that's in terms favorite. of burger. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Burgers. If I had to pick a favorite place, ooh, that's a tough one. I don't think I have one. His favorite place is, um, what? Spago. <laughs> what is the Wolfgang Puck? It's fuck off. Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> He eats there every night. Yeah, I just have that much money to spare, right? Yeah. No, um, in in first year, 
I was really pissed off because everything I was eating was chicken tenders day in and day out. So I'd like some change when I came here. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, why do... Why do they only serve those? I don't know. Is it because it's fast? Know. Okay, in Burma, we have different fruit, foods, but of the same nature. You know, there's go-to foods. Yeah, but I, I feel, feel like... so much more blander here. Yeah, I don't know if... I think I talked about this in an episode. Like my second yeah, episode. Yeah, probably. I yeah, I think I remember. Yeah, I remember you talking about it. But but with Asian food, it's, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of preparation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like here, you can throw stuff on a pan. You have a You just deep fry something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stir fry something. You get, a, you get a meal. Yeah. But then whereas like Burmese food, it's like you have to stew it for a couple hours yeah. before it actually becomes good. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure there are there are still Burmese dishes that doesn't take that long that tastes better but we're biased yeah well we're super biased we're super biased there's no way there's no way I'm topping Burmese food with anything else I've had honestly I if do. I had to pick you asked me what my favorite place was but if I had to pick a favorite cuisine it would be Bur- Burmese no, Dude, no, no question I, okay I hate no Burmese question. cuisine what I, okay I miss it but I, I it's not like what you just spent like three minutes talking it up yeah but why do you hate it I mean, that's in comparison to American. Okay, like, what are you comparing fried. it now to then? Uh, I love Japanese. Yeah, I love Japanese. I love Korean. Indian. Oh, Indian. Oh, yeah, Indian. Thai. I love Thai. Okay, to be honest, some things Thai, thai cuisines. Thai, thai cuisine does some things better than yeah. Burmese cuisine. Wait, maybe I. Okay, but maybe I don't hate Burmese food. I just hate my home's Burmese food. Maybe that's. Okay, but thing. okay, growing up. We all hated our own house foods, yeah. you know. Wait, did you guys? <laughs> like whenever ever... we go to, went to school, and we would have uh, have lunch in the cafeteria. We would always eat for someone else, yeah, from someone else because yeah. th- theirs food tasted the same, if not so much better, even though they were the same foods. I don't know why. It's just it's I just, think you're just used to it's the forbidden fruit. Yeah, thing. you're not supposed. Yeah, to like Thai pods, you know. Yeah, Thai pods, Thai pods, but straight up candy. I, but I think every household that fried chicken they make. There's nothing else like it. Like I, for me, I love my my home's fried chicken. What are you making with batter? Yeah, but I mean, for me, the way we made it was we boiled it or steamed it, and then we and fried then, it. Oh, dude, dude, that's how Alfred's house makes it. I, I used to have I used to go so exclusively good. to Alfred's house to have fried chicken, and that's how they made it. So they like good. boil it first, make sure the meat is soft. It's like reverse sear. Yes, with, with boiling. Yeah, yeah, with chicken and boiling. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. No, um, I grew up with unbattered fried chicken. So unbattered. Yeah, my first exposure to battered fried chicken was KFC. Oh, yeah. I didn't know battered fried chicken was a thing until I went my to KFC. Family used to almost ex- exclusively make battered fried chicken. But you can't really go back after that. But no, 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 no. I went back. Oh, you went back. I went back <laughs> for the normal fried chicken. <laughs> but okay, I, I love. Do you like the? Burmese chicken more than the 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 more consumerist chicken. Okay, wait. Explain to the audience what Burmese chicken's like. I don't know. It's just like, it's like, just. I I would say it's just like a whole chicken dunked into oil. Burmese chicken. Yeah, without any batter or anything, just like yeah, yeah, with yeah, turmeric and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Pretty Salt. much. Pretty much. What was the chicken you're talking about? Yeah, that versus oh the the you know the ones that are grown specifically for frying for. <laughs> The, yeah, for like chicken dishes. I, I don't know how to Like GMO it. chickens? I think it's like that. Oh, like CP chickens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. CP no, chicken. CP chickens is like... Uh, it's a GMO version in Burma, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a GMO chicken version. Yeah, yeah. Burma, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, if I had to pick, I would pick the CP one. I would pick the Burmese yeah. one. What? <laughs> Unless it's wings. Dude, I'm telling you, forbidden fruit. GMO is just like unhealthy, so it tastes better. I think for wings, I would choose CP. Oh, I've never been into wings. I don't like wings at all. I don't like you. <laughs> no, if in my opinion, whatever wings does, wings do, drumsticks do better. That's just my personal opinion. You do you know what I'm I saying? like both. I like both. Really? Yeah, I like both. Oh, wings are just messier to eat. Yeah, but I don't know. I just like both. Oh, you know um the absurd thing about GMO chickens is that I don't know if this is factually correct. And I don't have the willpower to search it up online right now. But I heard that some kids hit puberty earlier because of the artificial hormones added into GMO chickens. I don't think that's true. That sounds it could be true. I would, we wouldn't know. 
Yeah. Feel free to fa- fact check, guys. Yeah. Where's Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, could you look that? <laughs> <laughs> you want to wrap it up? It's an hour and four minutes. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you want to. Okay, guys. Um, This was my first episode with the guest. So please give a round of applause for this guy. Insightful as ever. Um, There's a lot of... Sorry about the technical... Sorry about the various technical issues. errors. The camera kept cutting off. Um, in in future episodes, in future episodes, I think we'll be talking about more like specific topics. Yeah. Maybe. So, if you wanna like hear us talk about something, please yeah, leave a you, comment yeah. or something. I'll put up an IG poll too, asking you guys like what you guys want to hear and stuff. Because I feel like this was a kind of like a test run, even though it was an actual episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just to see how well we work together on camera and stuff. I think it worked out pretty fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. This guy was a freak. He was camera shy. I'm camera shy too. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Say bye to Calvin. Let's do the 9 11 episode. Proof the G.